What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another week, Three Things Podcast. Super different this week. I'm doing a solo cast, and I think I've only done two or three of these before, but was so nice enough to get some suggestions through Instagram on three things, some speed round. So I thought I'd do a solo cast, see how it goes. A little bit shorter of a pod, probably less rambling because, you know, it's just me rambling to myself. How often and how long can I do that? So uh, it's a a shorter pod, probably like, I don't know, 45-ish minutes, 40 minutes. But I think it's got some good topics. Um, I talk a little bit about home gyms, talk a little bit about hindsight, things I would say to myself at age 20. And then I talk a little bit about how I got into fitness and when it made sense for me to stay in fitness. And I think that uh, it's just a good topic. Before I jump into this episode, I want to let you guys know of a couple things going on in Coach Casey Lee land. One, Purposeful Strength Podcast, new editions drop every Tuesday morning at 11. This is a newsletter that I write every week just talking about different concepts, some fitness, some nutrition related, some just goals, habits, behavior, thoughts. I don't want to say it's like motivation, but really it's just kind of what I'm dealing with in the week. I write about it. I share it. I've gotten some awesome feedback. Shout out to everyone who's uh, been kind of to reply to the email and just kind of let me know what their thoughts are. And I've had some great dialogue with with people on that. So if you head over to CoachCaseyLee.com, you'll see a newsletter, um, Purposeful Strength, and join it. It'd be awesome. I'd love for you to be a part of it. Second thing is I've got some online coaching starting up here. Yeah, online coaching, like every other personal trainer going into 2020, 2021. But what I think is really cool about the online coaching that I do is, one, it's it's pretty close-knit. Um, I keep my online coaching group pretty small. Typically, it's somewhere around eight individuals because it's like personal training to me. Like I, I just do it through um, you know, the interweb. But um, have some spots. Would love to see you in part of the group here. So if you head over to coachcases.com, if you're interested in, in being coached by me, in person or remote. I mean, I'll plug both. I'm It's my pod. I can do whatever I want. I'll plug both. But if you're interested in person, remote, head on over to Coach Casey Lee. You'll see a thing for online coaching and uh, read about it. Check it out. It's 99 bucks a month. I think it's one of the better deals in coaching. Um, it's one of the better deals in fitness, but it's cool. It's been a good time. I've enjoyed it. 2020 made me kind of really dive into it. And I'm at the point now where systems are kind of dialed and I can handle probably three more individuals. So Let's fire it up, peeps. Let's fire it up. I'll stop plugging myself now. And you guys can actually listen to more of me on the solo cast coming up after the music here. Take it easy, everyone. See you next time. is poured the podcast studio has been moved down into my garage gym a nice little home office set up here this is the second solo cast that i think i've ever done maybe the third second or third it's definitely the first one in like two years but uh yeah solo cast week no guests just me source some questions on instagram uh just topics that to cover three things, three miscellaneous things, three very different questions. And then a little degenerate speed round. Shout out to uh, the homies on Instagram for giving me some some pretty uh, 
some pretty goofy things to talk about here. So this is the solo cast. Hope you guys like it. We'll probably be back to another guest next week um, or in two weeks. I'm doing every every other week here in 2021. But hope everyone's well. I'm going to dive right into this. So first question from my guy, Kevin Guild, strength coach here in Vermont, South Burlington. Also a strength coach in the Oakland Athletic A's organization. So, so shout out Kevin Guild. If you didn't check out his Three Things podcast, you absolutely should. It's a recent one. I think it was early January, late January. Either way. His question, home gym setup, favorite piece, perfect setup. And if you followed my work here, you know I also do another podcast with a buddy, Rob Aguero Hoffman. Shout out Rob Hoff. Uh, he's been a guest on the three things as well. And we've talked about home gyms and just who they're really good for. And, and we really think that, I say we because Rob and I agree on this, that if you're able to be internally motivated and, and have the gym in your house and you don't need that trigger of getting your stuff together and going into your car and driving, drinking the pre-workout or whatever pre-meal snack you have and and that car ride in like music lab bumping you up to go to the gym, then a home gym is probably great for you. For me, I'm kind of the flip on that. Like I just kind of check the box. I have a program. Shout out Tony Bonvecchio. That was the last podcast that was up. Um, has a great hypertrophy program that I was following for 12 weeks here. I'm actually running it back again. So I really just have a checklist. So I walk into the home gym and I know exactly what I'm doing. I know exactly how long it's going to take. I know exactly what to expect. I know exactly what I should be doing. Sets, reps, intensity, everything there. So for me... It's, it's not necessarily like a, like a, oh, I could hang out in my gym all day type situation. It's just convenience factor. Like I come home or I don't have to leave the house and I have the gym here. You know, I save myself probably about 45 minutes of a commute uh, just by having a gym in my house. So to get to the nitty gritty of the question, favorite piece? Power block dumbbells, hands down, not even close. Power block dumbbells, I have them up to 90 pounds. I would love someday to have the pro commercial up to 125 or 175. Those are very pretty penny though. So right now the 90s will do. Found them on Craigslist, couple hundred bucks. Paid a guy cash. He was recently divorced, was selling his gym. So I think he probably wouldn't have to lose it in the divorce. Paid him 200 bucks cash and carried him out to my car. Uh, 90 pound farmer carries across the parking lot sucks power block dumbbells love them I'm not necessarily like a a made in the USA guy, but I think it's a really good product. So they're durable Um, You can do anything with dumbbells deadlifts squats rows presses All the other things lunges whatever so the great thing about dumbbells is you don't need a lot of ancillary pieces of equipment. You literally could have just the dumbbells and get a super badass training program, great progressive overload, great volume, just with dumbbells. You don't even need a stand for them. You can just put them on the ground and have like a, a blanket to lay on or something like that, and, and you can get it done. So favorite piece, power block dumbbells, runner-ups, runner-up pieces, a TRX, Love the TRX. I don't give the TRX the number one spot though because it's hard to overload that, um, you know, the body weight trainer. It's just hard to overload that at some point. I think it's really good. I think it gets a lot of great use. Um, Portable travel, like you bring it with you when you travel. You can hook it up outdoors. You can hook it up indoors off of a door. Mine hangs from an eye hook from the ceiling. It's great. It's cheap. You can go to Amazon and just search suspension trainer or body weight trainer. I bought mine for 30 bucks. So as far as cost effective favorite, it's probably the TRX. As far as favorite favorite, power block dumbbells. Another great runner up is a barbell and landmine attachment. 
This one, you do need some added weight, but as far as portability goes, versatility goes, the landmine attachment is awesome. I use a product called the Gut Wrench, made by a company called Stronger Than You Incorporated, and that's just a nice little portable landmine unit. Kind of keeps my walls from getting banged up. I can move it in and out around the gym pretty easily, and it's awesome. Barbell from Titan Barbell um, is about 100 bucks. The gut wrench is about 150, and then you buy some bumper plates, iron plates, search Facebook Marketplace. You probably have a decent uh, little home gym set up there for under 300, 400 bucks. So um, it's great. It works. I think that with home gyms, like I definitely think I have a very elaborate home gym. I have a 225 square foot garage, and I have an echo bike, two benches, a Murphy rack that folds up and off the wall. Um, bar storage chains, bands, all, you know, I, I, it's my thing. Like, this is what I do. I don't go on vacations and things like that. I, I love spending time in my home gym. Um, you know, I said in the beginning that I just kind of come and I know exactly what I'm doing, but I set up my home office in the gym for a reason. It's kind of the environment I like to be in, um, you know, personal trainer life, but that's what I got. And those are the number three or the, sorry, the top three things. My favorite piece probably my my budget-friendly piece. And then the third piece that I think is just probably the most versatile um, that you could get away with. It's a little bit spendy, but not too bad. Perfect setup, the second question Kevin asked there. Perfect setup, honestly, uh, it would just be to have higher ceilings. I have about eight-foot ceilings here in my, or seven and a half, eight-foot? They're lower ceilings. It's like a normal room. My garage doesn't have like high cathedral ceilings. I would say the only difference I would want in my garage gym isn't even space. It's 100% high ceilings. Um, I would love to get a a true blue chin-up bar instead of having to do chin-ups off of my squat rack. So yeah, high ceilings. It's the little things that go a long way. I'm going to get a little little coffee refill here. Okay, maybe I'll edit that out. I don't know. I might leave that in. But... Great question. This one's actually from my mom. Podcast guest Karen Lee. Go back and listen to this podcast. Still to date, one of my favorite podcasts. Sitting down with my mom. I think we did it ridiculously early too. I think it was probably like 6 a.m. It was an awesome podcast. Talking to her about cutting hair and and being a service provider for over 30 years in in that industry and and talking longevity in in the industry. I think it's... uh, it's definitely one of the more underrated pods that I've done, um, but it's a super special one for me. And my mom asked me, no shame, no shame, everyone. My mom asked me, how old was I when it made sense to get into fitness? So this was huge. Kind of my story briefly, uh, I lost about 55 pounds between my so- sophomore year, freshman year of college and into my sophomore year. I went from about 225 down to about 180-ish. And it literally changed my life. I, I had never really, like I've been active, kind of active, played sports, whatever, but I, I never really lifted weights, never really ran, never really cared about my diet and, and kind of just was like, you know what, I, I want to do this. This is something I want to do. I think I was climbing down from my loft in college and I saw myself in the mirror and I was just like, boof, okay. And, uh, you know, like most people, you know, okay, if I want to look different, I probably should eat and exercise and what did I do? I ran two miles every day and just tried to eat not even less or better, but just more consistently, like kind of just three meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, 
and uh, tried to drink water. And, and really what I did is, is I tried to just stay busy. I had a job that summer for FedEx and just loading packages or loading the truck in the morning and then riding with the driver and unloading packages through Stowe, Vermont, which was awesome, um, a great area. So it was a lot of fun. And, and that just really kept me busy and it kept me from being at home where I could just snack and eat whatever I want as a college kid that was just chilling at home. So by working more, it kept me out of the environment that I clearly had no business like could handle so um, ended up just kind of working my way down 55 pounds later loved it loved the process and had a great opportunity to become a personal trainer at SUNY Plattsburgh best institution in America what up SUNY Plattsburgh go cards and uh, they have great uh, faculty and student-led fitness center program there they got me certified as an AFA that stands for aerobic and fitness association of America it's recently been acquired by NASM the National Academy of Sports Medicine and kind of just showed me that personal training is a thing and it's odd to look back into 20 or 2009 and, and 2010 and 2011 when I was going through that phase in college and I don't really don't think there was like personal training it was a thing personal training was a thing don't get me wrong but the industry over the last 10 years has gone so much bigger than where it was with clinical exercise, exercise physiology, strength conditioning now is is probably in the more mainstream than it than it ever has been. And just now with COVID, just the idea of online training, virtual products, um, on-demand products, all of the tech that's come into the fitness space is crazy. So that's kind of my story. How old was I? I was 20. I was turning 21 and it made sense for me to go into fitness. I had worked a front desk at, at a local gym here in Vermont, The Edge, and Parisi, the, the sports performance company that I work for as well, the Parisi Speed School, was going into that edge, and I was fortunate enough to score a gig as a sports performance coach there. And, and this is something that I wish more personal trainers would do. I just knew that that was what I wanted to be. I didn't want it to be part-time. I didn't want to just like do this at night. I wanted to be a personal trainer. I wanted to work in fitness and I was hell-bent on living in Northern Vermont in an area that is not densely populated like a lot of my friends who live in metropolitan city areas and just making it work. And I wish more people would just have that plan A only attitude. Obviously, there's some practicality behind it. I had uh, a house that I rented with my brother and now my wife, but girlfriend at the time, now wife. And we split rent. It was about 400 bucks a month. And I was like, okay, I can make 400 bucks. Money was tight, but you know, it was a lot of fun. 21, 22, 23 years old, just working, coaching, being in the trenches. And that's when it made sense to me because it was not, not necessarily like, oh, I was, I was helping people doing the things that I love. Like, yes, absolutely. But I know for me, I'm not built to sit in a cubicle. I'm not built to wear a suit. Like the, you tell me I get to wear sweatpants to work, shorts to work. I'm here for that. And every hour is going to be slightly different than the last hour. Yeah. That's huge. I love that. My brain needs that kind of spontaneity. I don't even know if that's a word, but spontaneousness throughout the day. Um, I actually think that is a word. Spontaneity? Spontaneity? I don't know, but I needed that. And that's when I knew that fitness was going to be my industry. And then coming from a family of entrepreneurs where my mom, my father, my brother all have their own businesses, I believe that I have that entrepreneurial spirit inside of me. And in fitness, you can quite literally do whatever you want. Like, whatever you want. If you want to train dog walkers, you can do it. If you want to train 
goalies in handball, you can do it. If you want to work with people who uh, have paralysis, you can do it. Like you can do whatever you want in fitness and that's what jives with me. So that's when I knew it made sense, like right from the start. 21 years old, Parisi, commercial gym, fitness, it made sense. Third question, what would I tell myself at 20 and then specifically about balancing life? And I actually just wrote a newsletter article, shout out Purposeful Strength, the newsletter that I write every week. Shameless plug, my podcast, I can do what I want. Every Tuesday, 11 a.m., new new editions go out. I talk about just concepts. I talk some fitness, real actually not a lot of fitness to be perfectly honest, just a lot of different mindset things that I find myself going through or have thought about or have talked to mentors about and things like that. And, and I just feel like sharing it because if it's something that I feel, I think that other people probably have felt because I'm a pretty average human being. There's nothing really super special about what's going on between the brains here. I, I ask a lot of questions and I like to share the information that I get, kind of the reason I do this podcast. So what would I tell myself at 20 specifically about balancing life? I would probably go back, I would look 20-year-old Casey in the face and say, shit's going to get really hard at periods of your life. And then the flip of that is shit's going to be really fucking awesome at periods of your life. And there's going to be everything in the middle. And that's kind of life, you know? Like I think that in my early 20s, I was very fortunate to experience success early off. Um, I was able to go from a part-time trainer to a full-time trainer to positions and management to winning coach of the year for the Parisi Speed School Network, an award given to one coach out of over 500 people in an application pool to being asked to be one of their certification coaches, youngest by over 20 years and had a lot of success before the age of 24, which is crazy. And when I look back at that, you know, I think I probably thought that that was linear. Like that was what was going to happen. Like every two years I was going to hit another major mile point and I would have another success, another one of these, another one of that. And and honestly, I would probably just go back and say, you know, like when you're going to have maybe a good run of, of success, you'll have the same run of bullshit just come right up. And that's kind of what it is. You have to take the highs. You have to take the lows. You have to take them in stride. And when you're having success, look back and say, what is giving me the success? If you're having a run in the dumps, you got to look back and say, what is, what is it? Is it something that I can control? Is it something that I can't control? Like, you know, if you, if it's something you can't control, then it is what it is and just take it on the chin and, and it's such as life. You'll just move on. But if it's something that you can control, you got to seek the help from someone, anyone who can help you get out of that rut. And that's huge. And that's probably what I would tell myself at 20 because at 20, I had no fucking clue, like no clue. And I had a good head on my shoulders, but I, I didn't know what I was getting into with fitness. I didn't know. Like I actually just wrote about hindsight and, and over the last month or so, I found myself really thinking like, man, what if I had done this when I was 24? What if, what if I had done that when I was, you know, in my early 20s and just getting started? And, and I made a list. I actually like took a piece of paper out and I made a list of what I thought I missed out on, right? Like going back and, and looking at what I could have done differently. I made a list of what I thought I missed out on. And I wrote down eight bullet points. Like I sat there, I was like 20 minutes. I had some nice Tiesto going on in the background. Um, 
just listening to some music, just writing these bullet points. And what I realized was I was able to come up with eight bullet points because of the perspective and the experience I had gained over the last decade plus of doing whatever whatever that natural path was. I had gained enough experience to understand these deeper concepts that I probably perceived as missing out. But when I was 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, whatever, I... I didn't have the brain capacity to even know that I was missing out on that. The only reason I thought that I had missed out on anything was because of the perspective I gained in the last decade put me in a position to know what I needed. So rather than sitting back and saying, oh, I wish I had done this and that and this and that, I said, well, what did I miss out on? How can I achieve that right now? What can I do right now based off the things that I thought I missed and then I can kick some serious ass and that's what I did. And that gave me my first steps to, to moving forward, whether it be consistency with this podcast, starting purposeful strength, getting into online coaching, whatever it is. Like I just started doing it because I thought I'd missed out on it, but I didn't. I just gained perspective, which helped me look at the things that I thought I missed out on and make those actionable steps for right now. And it pulled me out of a rut that I've been in for the last month and it was fucking awesome. So I thought I'd share that. It's kind of a spinoff of this third question. What would I tell myself at 20 about balancing life? Highs, lows. When you're in your highs, why? When you're in your lows, why? Can you seek help? Do it, right? Ask questions. That's one thing that I would definitely tell myself to continue doing that I've done a really good job of is to just find people and ask questions. Be curious. Just be naturally curious. Okay, 17 minutes in. I can see the ticker right in front of me. Shout out to the live recording of this. That's the three things. We've got a speed round. And this is going to be the most fun. Is it going to be 17 minutes long? I don't know. Is this going to be one of the shorter podcasts? Whatever. Solo cast number three in my pod. I can do what I want. Uh, speed round. Number one, favorite dad things. This is by far my favorite thing. Watching my kid interact, either playing like by herself, like she's got toys out and she's like talking to herself, talking to her dolls, whatever it is. Or if she is in school and they're outside on the swing set, whatever, just watching my kid play with other kids, like in her own environment, love watching that. Like I'm so excited to do, I don't know if I'll be the dad on the sidelines, but if my kid is playing in sports, my kid is, you know, in music or theater or whatever she's like, but just watching her in her element by far my favorite thing about being a dad. I don't even think it's really close. There's some cool developmental things that have happened along the way. Like the first time your kid hugs you, the first time your kid looks at you and says, I love you. Those are awesome. I know those are developmental things and they're great, don't get me wrong. But one thing that's super consistent, even when Sawyer was a baby, like having her just kind of lay on the mat and play with the little like dangly things that, you know, whatever babies play with, like just watching your kid in their element, it's super awesome. Number two, shout out to the stoked brogy Mike Baranis for this one. My favorite brogy post. This guy, if you guys don't do don't know who this is, Mike Baranis has been on the pod three times, some awesome interviews. Uh, go check them out. Mike Baranis, the Stoked Brogy. He owns Stoked Athletics down in Long Island, on Long Island, in Long Island, something about Long Island. And his content in 2021 is hysterical. Mike does, Mike definitely takes what he does very seriously, but the Stoked style, I guess, is, uh, is you know, it's unique. It's unique. I'll leave it at that. It's, I don't want to say it's like he doesn't take it seriously because he does, but there's a lot of really good comedy with fitness, and I think Mike does a really good job of taking a lot of things that people think are complicated or people overthink and just 
dumbing it down, like kind of making light of the situation. Um, my favorite Brogy post, actually, he had it this week, and it was with uh, Coach Gabby, one of his coaches that works over at Stoked with him. Um, it was like Monday motivation, like it, and it was just like a video of a quote, like Gabby sitting down, like in front of like a fireplace with like a cup of coffee or something, and like spewing off a quote that had nothing to do with anything fitness related, and it was hysterical because you see so much stuff on Monday, being like Monday motivation, hashtag motivation, and then just to come out and just with this ridiculous like quote, oh, it was hysterical, and it, it's just it was totally. It's totally refreshing, especially someone who works in fitness, to just see someone have fun with the dumb stuff we see on social media. Like it was good. So favorite Stoke Brogy Brogy posts, recent Coach Gabby, words of wisdom on a Monday. Go check it out at Stoked Athletics at the Stoke Brogy. What up, Mike? Number three, kids show that I'm interested in. Shout out Chris Cooper, another podcast guest with a little degenerate speed round question. Uh, really anything Pixar right now? Like that's it. Sauce is big into Pixar. Like, kids' show, I don't think she really has the attention span for a TV show right now. We're watching a ton of Pixar, Disney Plus, What's Up. Uh, Definitely know I should buy stock in Disney Pixar, What's Up. Um, Favorite ice cream. Favorite ice cream for me, chocolate chip cookie dough. I'm simple, chocolate chip cookie dough. Ice cream, cookies, cookie dough, it's delicious. Uh, Is it Ben & Jerry's? Sure. Is it Hannaford brand? Sure, whatever. Cookie dough in my face. Favorite ice cream, not even close. Favorite Halloween candy. I am a believer, I am a truther that the combination of peanut butter and chocolate is the best. That's it. Anything chocolate and peanut butter is good. Reese's peanut butter cups probably sits on top. Chocolate, um, dark chocolate, milk chocolate, whatever. Not white chocolate, sorry, I'm not a white chocolate guy, but... Favorite Halloween candy, definitely Reese's. And then I'm an OG peanut M&M guy. Like, I think that's great. Mr. Good Bar, delicious. Uh, anything, chocolate peanut butter, Snickers, kind of can, you know, get in the top three there. Definitely a chocolate guy, definitely a chocolate peanut butter, peanuts, here for it. Speed round, out. Solo cast, out. I don't know if you guys like it. Let me know if you do. I would love uh, a review. I would love for you guys to share. I would love for you guys to, you know, do whatever you do with podcasts. Five-star reviews. Let someone know about it. I would appreciate it. If the solo cast sucks, well, you got a guest coming next week. This is uh, just something I had some topics to talk about. Thought I'd jump on here. Solo radio, harder than you think. Don't really want to do it all the time, but solo cast, I think it went well. Peace out, guys.